Welcome to the Animokri podcast. Uh, you may have noticed I said oe because there's only three of us today. Today we have Eana, myself, and Willem. I always introduce myself as myself, uh, and I never say who I actually am. <laughs> well, everyone, everybody knows that you're, you're Pamelik, right? Yeah, I know. No. Nobody knows this. Uh, with that out of the way, uh, today's topics are going to include issue number three of The Next Shadow. As of recording this, uh, issue four is actually already out, but due to a variety of shipping issues, uh, not everyone on the cast today was able to read issue four, and it's still pretty new, so we're going to focus the conversation on uh, issue three. Uh, we also have a new vocabulary dump at the end of March from Pal. We got a whole lot of new vocabulary, and we're going to be talking about that as well. And at the end, we're going to have some naffy conversation practice. I'm so rusty. I'm already afraid about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, we're gonna we're we're all gonna do our best. We're all we're all learning. So starting the conversation uh, with issue number three of the next shadow, the TLDR is uh, Jake has been poisoned and there's a whole lot of complicated politics surrounding who's going to lead the Nafi now and who is going to save him since he is not quite dead or at least presumed to not be dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, the issue closes with Utralai Mukria sort of connecting with him and sending Jake into a fiery vision of uh, the destruction of Home Tree. So excitement abound leading into the next ep- uh, issue, which we will not discuss on this episode. So any thoughts and takeaways? The last panel was really cool. Mm-hmm. It is pretty cool. Uh, absolutely agreed. So something I found that was kind of interesting, and f- for me anyway, is I feel like they've been g- doing a better job of differentiating the different characters Call me not be blind, but like there's a lot of times, especially in Sute's path, where I had a hard time telling one character from another. Mm-hmm. But yeah. even even without Jake specifically calling out Sute at the bottom left corner of that panel, like I looked at them like that's Sute. Like I, I like I recognize that I recognize that character. Spoilers for the next issue, sort of. This trend continues. I recognize uh, uh, several other characters that they like mention or show uh which has not always been the case that's right uh, i mean i'm in mean, general really bad at, at recognizing people so i mean uh yes i think it improved also i still very happy that they actually put the like that they put the text bubble today in there and uh, mm-hmm. so that i definitely recognize it and one thing yeah. that i'm actually very curious about because you're talking about spoilers for the next episode which you also haven't <laughs> read yet is that I don't know how they're going to resolve all of these like things because it seems like if if you wouldn't have told me that this w- was like a four episode series, um, I would have thought like well they can go for like ten episodes or something and he can go to that cave they can they can do so many things with this story but they're po- apparently going to resolve it in one episode. There's a lot going on, like, and and the the issues only I feel like with every epi- uh, every call, keep calling them episodes they're issues of a comic this isn't like a show or anything with each issue they have been sort of just layering in new wrinkles and conflicts yeah. and yeah I, I I was feeling the exact same way uh, at the when I first read this one is like there's only one issue left like I figured like there's gonna be like a bonus fifth one right because like how are they gonna resolve mm-hmm. all of these conflicts in the span of a single issue yep. so something i thought 
the narrative it, it, the narrative's been doing this for the last two issues, but I feel like they really sort of brought it home uh, in this one is showing sort of a the 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 inverse of what a lot of people got out of the first film, which was humans humans bad, not the good, mm-hmm. and in most of the next shadow we've sort of started to see like okay here are the struggles that the humans are legitimately facing and you can empathize with them from their perspective and here are some not they doing some terrible things yeah whether or not they have good intentions you know the road to hell is paved with those like james cameron stated with the sequels that he wants to show that like there's there's more depth like there's good not there's bad not there's good humans there's bad humans and I feel like with everything that we've seen from beyond the canon that we've seen in the films, it's showing that that is a direction that they're really exploring with the world. And I think that's really good and helpful. Mm, I agree. Absolutely. Um, I just felt with a, with a comic, especially with issue number three right now, that they are tr- that aspect of the not- being able to be bad, that just trying it, to uh, they're trying to push it just a little too hard in my opinion it's it's a good story and everything and like you said it could definitely use one or two more issues to uh resolve the whole story arc they are building right now but i feel like it mm, i'm not 100 percent happy <laughs> with the story um and how the two characters of uh the, the parents of Ardwok it was kifiak yeah um are displayed it's just uh, it's good character writing but displayed a little bit too simple in my mind like a little too convenient (laughs) i don't know if that makes any sense to you it's just it's i don't i i I sort of understand where you're coming from where they seem a little heavy-handed about Mm -hmm. it uh they Mm -hmm. do have a very limited amount of space to explore this um i mean these these issues are relatively short and there's only four of them but I feel like Artsuk's motivations, she takes them a little bit far, but I feel like they're entirely founded and not they're not uncharacteristic of what I feel the Nafi would be feeling post uh, the battle, the war that happened at the end of the first film. Like, we saw everything sort of resolve neatly from Jake's perspective. Like, that's the only perspective that we saw post post-war and in fact we didn't even really see much of how the other clans were feeling other than like a makdoko and that they (laughs) were participating in the battle scenes but there was no interaction with them they didn't we didn't get to see how they actually feel about things and in fact the the last time we got the general sentiment of the nafi clans the amatikaya the ones that we know the best they were in mourning like that was the last we saw of the Nazis' sentiments rehumans. Yeah, that is also one of the reasons why I was very interested in this comic in the first place because the film doesn't really give you anything regarding post-war, as you're saying. Uh, and this mm-hmm. was, of course, like new storyline after the war, mm-hmm. uh, which I find like a very interesting perspective, like an interesting thing to do between movies, uh, because originally I thought that that would be like the thing that Avatar Two was going to explore before we got like the snippets of story they've given us so far yeah so if the high ground is to exist and i believe it does exist and it will come into being january of next year 
that was original it was described as the original avatar sequel scriptment adapted to a graphic novel after more or less scrapped in favor of like what two three four and five are going to be and that does deal closer in timeline to post-war and i feel like that was intended to be the exploration point of the post-war nafi so any material that happens canonically after the first film i feel like that's something that they always wanted to explore and because this comic is set where it is that has to be explored in some way Mm mm-hmm yeah, I also can't help but feel just like moving forward, they've they've set up Artsuit to be and and their family, that whole situation, uh, to be significant characters. So I also wouldn't be surprised if we see more of them like moving forward, or at least that they are mentioned. Though it's also entirely possible that they were just used for purposes of this story. I remember in the live stream they mentioned that Hale was actually. Like they were, they were just a character from the mobile game that most people don't have yet, <laughs> and they were just elevated to have a role in this story. I don't, I don't know if we're gonna see Hale in this Avatar two or the sequels, but they might show up in these sort of side stories. So, so this brief question. So this mm-hmm. Pandora Rising game, now we're talking about it. Where is it available? Yeah. Is it available in the USA? It is not available in the US. So why is there a massive advertisement for Pandora Rising on the backside of the cover? Of, of the of the cover? Well, it's not an advertisement to play. It's an advertisement to learn more. Okay, maybe this is and just like... And you can a... learn that the, the more that there is to learn is that it's not available in your country, probably. There's literally a get it on Google Play icon on it. Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's a Dutch version of the comic because... It no, 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 it's, here, but, it's uh, on the American one as well, like, it, and they've, they've had that advertisement on the back of The Next Shadow for at least the last two, because I know it's also on the back of issue four. Also spoilers. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the advertisement on the back. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that, that just ruins the plot, really. Um, but, on, but on a more serious note, yeah, uh, I, the beta rollout of that game has been absurdly slow, and it's almost entirely because I, I feel because there was a timetable relative to the sequels that it was supposed to be released, and we were supposed to have hit that already. Right. So they um, might have more camera- versions that they just are storing right now because they want to have it later to hype Avatar two when it comes out. Pretty much. Um, we so there was some other bit of Avatar news. Uh, earlier this week where it was meant Cameron mentioned in an interview that it likely won't be until summer of uh, next year until we see a trailer or any footage of Avatar 2 and it sounds like because of that they're going to do much like what they did with the first Avatar and sort of just like a media blitz strategy where it's just like suddenly everywhere there's a lot of stuff yeah I, I, I don't think like at least I didn't expect otherwise Right. So I'm pretty sure the I'm pretty sure Pandora Rising is supposed to be like part of that. Right. I guess that's it then. <laughs> <laughs> Any other thoughts on the comic? Mm, maybe just the usual stuff about the visuals. 
I mean, you, you talked earlier about the faces being easy, more easily recognizable. Um, or the yes, characters. The, char the, characters, the characters differentiate a bit. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the artists which uh, who were at, at work here clearly um, put more emphasis on, on facial features that like make the characters distinguishable. For example, mm -hmm. Atsu has very strong um, cheekbones. <laughs> so it's, yes. it's, in, in some panels, <laughs> I feel like it's almost over-exaggerated, <laughs> just a tiny bit. But it helps, yeah. it helps like, telling her apart from, from the other Navi right. a lot. There's, cert there's certain frames where you could make a pretty easy argument that the, like, the anatomy is off here, or mm -hmm. this doesn't look realistic. But like, one, it's a comic. Mm -hmm. And two, like, there's a time and place in visual medium, especially since this isn't trying to be, like, hyper-realistic, to s exaggerate certain parts of the body mm -hmm. for purposes of selling an emotion, because you're, you're dealing with a still frame that conveys... A see, uh, like, um, an interaction, something, something that is moving. Mm, absolutely. Wow. Um, there's a really, there's a really good book for everybody to read, especially anyone who's into comics or comic art, uh, called Understanding Com Comics by Scott McLeod. It's, it's a really great deep dive into like, here's some interesting like problems and solutions that comics and comic artists have. And that book really opened up my perspective to like, yeah, what an interesting problem to solve is like most individual pieces of art are trying to be like, okay, this is like a photo. This is like a snapshot in time. But when you have a comic, like there's a lot going on between the panels and there's implied motion or actions happening that are being captured in a still medium. Mm -hmm. Something else that helps sell the differentiation of characters and this is especially true for the characters that they've been the the newer ones that they've introduced, not the ones like Tsute where they had to like reference a character that already existed. Mm -hmm. But they've been doing a really good job of having unique pieces of clothing or yes. like adornments on them that make it also very easy to tell one apart from another. Yeah, exactly. I noticed that too. Yeah, like um, Artsu has her weird torn sash situation. I guess it's the same as like that you would usually do for for like normal humans in in, in comics, right? I mean, you give them right, different right. clothing, like the, like the favorite clothing that they wear all, wear all the time. But with Navi, they need mm -hmm. to be creative, so they do like whatever they can do to different. Well, yeah, people. especially especially with the Amadikaya, who are like in the canon, like much faster and looser with the whole clothing thing. I mean that. That thing you can um, like, like uh, making characters dis distinguishable by their outfit and adornments and stuff mm -hmm. is like a very common thing in manga actually because most manga pages are in black and white. Yep. Mm -hmm. So you have to depend on those visual cues to to help the reader like telling the people apart you are depicting like okay that's this guy he has lighter hair and he he always wears that jacket and something like that so yeah it's yeah, it's yeah. a typical I have to say... go to for comic like, like that really helps you when i'm watching an anime um <laughs> as opposed to watching like a real life action series is the hair colors they are so helpful mm -hmm. it's just like this is the, this is the guy mm -hmm. with the green hair I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes but um not to sound i don't know snarky or something but in manga especially or anime um depending on the artist the faces almost always look the same sort of 
like the eye shape might differ yeah. just a tiny bit and stuff and, and color might help too but in general the faces are very like i don't know <laughs> just one type of face Similar. so you have to rely on yes. that and that's why i really appreciated the artists in the comic um not only depending on that but also like working with the facial structures and stuff like adding that <laughs> to the whole potpourri of of helping to say okay that that is art and this is artwork and they look like that because they're have, mm -hmm. have higher cheekbones or something like that so it it adds it's it, it adds a nice thing in my opinion mm -hmm. and then there's kaani who is a elevated background character <laughs> <laughs> who just keeps showing up <laughs> here to help <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. all right and moving on the other big topic was we got a we got some new vocabulary it's been a while since we got some and uh paul saved all the good ones for this post obviously <laughs> So there's, yeah, new vocabulary dump. And uh, to preface it, Paul talks about, like, here's how, here's his thought processes regarding, like, when is it appropriate for a new word? Uh, sort of how he goes about creating words, which is always an interesting insight. Uh, anyone have any thoughts about the new words that we got? There's a lot yeah, of them. Yeah, definitely. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of new words, but only one new root, right? And, I mean... Yes. Amaric, I know that you're like the etymology person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you probably like that. I don't know. Yes. Um, I <laughs> I, I actually... do like that. You're, you're right. I do <laughs> like this. Wow. I can read your mind. Uh, but I actually do like new roots sometimes. And I feel like there's many words here that were like uh, derived. For example, um, tsukanom for available mm -hmm. from tsuk uh, plus kanom, which means to obtain. Yeah. So it's literally mm -hmm. obtainable. Yeah, I mean it's nice to know that like confirm that it's in use, uh, but it is a word that we basically already could make. Yes, um, um, I, I would say that that was one of the weaker words um, in this. Uh, if I had to tier them, as I do, <laughs> and I do, did, did you make a tier list again? <laughs> yes, I always. Well, I was. I whether or not I actually construct a tier list, I always like mentally tier them. Maybe I need to add that to my dictionary so that whenever you search for words, you get like Pam's tier impression. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look for it in like look for it in future comics, um, or not 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 comic co comics. Look for it in the future comments section. I'm sure KP would love to see a word tier list in his comments. <laughs> well, sorry, this one is useless. We don't need it. All right. So yeah. anyway, re regarding new roots and etymology, um, so my thoughts are as follows. When we get new words that are rearranging roots that we already have, we get a more complete picture of how these roots re uh, relate to each other and sort of the the Nafi process of making new words. Like which, what, what roots they reach for to express ideas is really interesting to me. Mm -hmm. So, for example, the like uh, Pekngai is a great example of this um to decide true like that that's that's a really interesting combination because like it differentiates it, it dif differentiates itself from peun by itself which is simply to decide but to decide what is true basically is like okay that's that's i don't know that's interesting to me um, and then even though we didn't get a whole lot of roots here, we literally got one, uh, loan, 
every new root is an opportunity to be a derived word in the future. So it, the payoff isn't usually immediate, but in the future we might get more loan words. Oh, you already got one, like? Uh, well, we, get got, we got one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we got one that we could have built anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> we can make all kinds of new words with loan. We can make loan you. But let me just give us a quick counterpoint. One of the reasons I like Navi uh, is that it sounds nice. And if you ask me at least, and I think also if you would ask other people, if you, what's your favorite sounding Navi word? They would usually come up with a root. At like, I think so at least. Mm-hmm. I would say uh, Aumia, for example. Uh, or Ngaung, I mean, you know, they are nice sounding words. And I feel like the derived words usually sound less catchy, I don't know, less nice. That is purely an aesthetic judgment and I (laughs) cannot comment one way or the other. (laughs) No, I get what you mean by Willem, the the compounds, um, which are derived from two or more words, um, usually sound a little more, not not as flowy, (laughs) because I don't know. I don't know, I guess they use kind of hard consonants, but like, I don't mm. know. I, 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 I don't share this opinion. This is not the opinion of everybody on Animocity. <laughs> Counterpoint, I think, it, I think it's awesome to view the uh, attachments that make new words uh, as sort of grammatical helpers. Um, whenever I hear de at the start of a word, I think like, okay, this is a mm. noun. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the grammar affixes in Navi are cool and sound great. <laughs> One could make a pretty solid argument that the derivational affixes are part of the grammar, like in terms of like sentence construction. Yes, definitely. I mean, they're even in the Horen, right? The things like they, even if they're not going, not productive. Mm-hmm. They still, they still provide ample like clues about like what the what the kind of word is okay i'm gonna introduce a crackpot theory Uh um the v suffix uh was created or designed around the word not v which was always there it's a cameron it's a a cameron original and the word nothing was created for forest and the not v are a little part of the forest. Wow. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask you what you thought that na uh, would mean then. Mind blown. But uh, yeah. It comes from forest. Right, right, right. And then obviously the wrench in this plan is uh, how long ago was it decided that there were not the outside of the forest environment and how like how universally do they associate with the forest? But, but here's another crack crackpot theory, not um, like airtight theory. <laughs> here's another crackpot theory. Rin actually okay. means wood, right? Mm-hmm. So what if na actually means something and na ring is from na plus rin plus some ng in the end because of whatever sound shit? Mm-hmm. This is the part where people should just stop listening to it yeah. because this is all completely <laughs> unfounded and ridiculous. <laughs> well, consider, Willem, that, that rina ends in not which is a seed and forests presumably begin with a single seed oh. and the not v are like little seeds that spread the forest ar- around <laughs> <laughs> i want a new word rina v oh, no. yeah rina v 
<laughs> yeah, there's some stress problems there, right? Rina is on the first. Well, so yes, it's it 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 it's it's Rina. No, it's Rina. Actually, not, true. Yeah, it's Rina. Uh, so Wait. and then not V already has the not stressed. So wait, what? It, what? <laughs> so if 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 I was making if I was making a new root, I would stress the ri, uh, the 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 ri syllable. So it'd be ri not vi, uh, because that would make it different from ri not and not vi. No, but wait, I'm confused now because okay, this is maybe not interesting at all for pot for during a podcast in which case you cut it out. But I mean, <laughs> ri na is apparently stressed on na, right? Yes. But Atokirina is stressed on ri. Huh. Well, aren't aren't languages <laughs> so weird and inconsistent? <laughs> they are not. I'm just even more confused about stress now. But uh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you also have the the Ivomum exception, right? Oh, right. So it's not like stress is never change. It's just interesting. Just a quote, Selfridge. What, what is the what is the what is the evil <laughs> exception? Oh, like like uh, yes, uh, omum is stressed on um mum. Uh-huh. Uh, but if yeah, you omum. use any uh, infix in the in the first position, mm-hmm. it shifts to the o. So like it's evomum, uh, need evo Really? Yep. And same also for inan, I believe. Yep, it is. Whoa. Inan, evinan. Yeah. Ah. Today I learned. <laughs> but other verbs don't do that, so that's like uh, pretty confusing. Sp- <laughs> today I learned. Uh, so today is my four-year anniversary of learning Natve, mm. and I'm still continuing to learn. Oh, exactly. Uh, four years. Yeah, exactly four years. Yeah. Um, on this day, four years ago, um, at some point later in the afternoon, <laughs> we're recording at 10.30 a.m. local time for me, uh, I will have been watching Avatar, like, which is something I did, like, maybe once a year. Uh, and then afterwards being like, huh, I wonder how developed the Navi language is. <laughs> and a few, a few Google searches later, and then flash forward four years later, it's like, hey, yeah, this is me. You might be wondering how I got here. <laughs> well, I just explained how I did on a podcast I helped found. In this language, I started learning. <laughs> I, wow! <laughs> now that was circular yeah, full and circle meta. Now, yeah. Uh, getting more back on point. Um, so, uh, my favorite word from this post, which is like in a tier of its own, above S tier, like S plus tier, like this might actually just be my favorite Nazi word now. Uh, 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 or actually specifically like the colloquial form of <laughs> because it's like it's perfect it's like it, it's it's the catchphrase of the like the the anti-hero from the not the anime is like is, is like Gandhi we we need your we need your help uh such and such is in trouble. Stutting up. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds really dismissive to me. Like in my head, I can't <laughs> not say stutting up, and then like roll up my uh, uh, push up my glasses a little bit. Like I don't know. It feels very anime to me, and mm-hmm. I'm not a weeb, so this is um, <laughs> so maybe an important it's... preface here. I don't normally think in terms of anime. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's 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 time for the discussion of 
part 10 of our discussion, do the Navi use sarcasm? Well, they are betrayers, obviously, and traitors almost, and, and throw their own sons under the bus, uh, so I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I believe the first time I heard the discussion, like at the oldest version in 2010 or something on the forum, ended very quickly with, yeah, well, they don't have a word for liar, mm -hmm. uh, so that's impossible to use sarcasm then. But that, I think, it, who doesn't use sarcasm, <laughs> right? That's the one piece of canon I can never... Or the one piece of like deleted scene canon that I can never like accept. So where exactly does this come from? Because I'm one of these heretics who still hasn't watched the extended version. Uh, it's a deleted scene where Jake's about to go into the link chamber to do the like the whole hallucination ritual, mm -hmm. um, and Grace is like what you're doing is crazy like you're gonna you might die or whatever it's like but i gotta do this and then like he sort of like owns up to the whole gig uh in that moment to norm grace and trudy norm has a line that's like they won't understand what you've done uh you know they don't have a and then jake's like you don't ha you know they don't have a word for lie right uh and grace is like yeah i had to teach it that's to them. why i that's why i feel so strongly about the story which is currently told in in, in the comic um mm -hmm. because it, it completely contradicts what mm. we saw in the movie i don't think it contradicts what we saw in the movie at all like i i am going to i'm going to hold the line in my position <laughs> the nafi are capable of multi-dimensional like character development yep. they're care they're capable yeah, but... of treachery they're capable of lying they're capable of bad deeds of course and they're not forest loving hippies yeah, who live in perfect peace and harmony yeah not. but it's, strong... it's a different thing <laughs> they're strong warriors yeah, okay and all go that. ahead sorry but i mean like grace telling i think it was grace who said like they won't understand what they d what you did what jake did because he plotted to with with Quaritch against them basically trying to extract information that would help the humans which is basically just uh treason of some sort and the Nami won't understand what what Jake did there because they also don't have a word mm -hmm. for lie and then we see Arzut inside the comic and Arvok um I don't know using their son plotting for days weeks whatever to use poison against Jake and stuff that that's basically the same thing um just in, on another level maybe and and so, yeah, to me it's a contradiction at least to some to some I, extent i've like two viewpoints on this viewpoint one is i think it's pretty common for like scientists or like people who are new to some uh yeah to, to some community or like a new tribe or like whatever uh to idolize them uh and it's clear that that was also going on in universe with the scientists right mm -hmm. um at least when when I, I mean, hear about a scene where scientists are like, well, they don't have a word for lie, then, I mean, I don't take it as ground truth. I take it as, like, an, the opinion of some scientist um, mm. who may know a lot about Navi, but also might, might idolize them. Um, so that is not a contradiction to me per se. But my second viewpoint is that, like, in the first movie, we actually saw, like, Tsute, who was basically annoying <laughs> i always found him very annoying uh but it, it's interesting because i mean you basically see that kind of behavior on the first movie as well for for Tsute. and i mean it it's only now because we see that it's 
far more widespread, I think. Yeah, of course. That it's only an issue, but I mean, we saw it for Tsute. He mm-hmm. was already very annoying in the first movie, sorry, uh, to all the character <laughs> writers there, but I found him annoying. Same. Um, no, I agree with you. I mean, Tsute de- definitely um, went away or walked away from the ideal picture we have of the Nami, right? Because he did some questionable stuff too, um, but still not to the extent of his parents. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that Natvi aren't capable of doing that. It's just I'm fine with Natvi doing that if if the uh, I don't know James Cameron decides that they are they can be treacherous little shits. <laughs> I don't care. I think that has been decided. <laughs> yeah. though. Like I'm trying I'm trying to piece I'm trying to piece together what your what your yeah, position yeah, I'm just, is. Yeah, I'm just so, like so not the, fine with, so with the, like establishing canon, uh, even if it may be just a, an opinion of a scientist inside a fictional universe. Um, like, but it's still like. Uh, stated as fact and then showing like a complete diff- different side of that happening you know yeah but it's a deleted scene um, like yeah. the, the the yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a deleted scene that might not be canon <laughs> like the deleted scenes are not innately canon they might have been deleted for a reason because they decided that that shouldn't be part of the canon so like yes we've had a lot of deleted scenes confirmed via Tsute's path that has not been one of them. So, like, I, my 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 big hang-up with this with this conversation is that like the the whole the Navi don't have a word for lying or whatever, and like that that whole sentiment. Yes, Willem could be corrected that like that's just a naive position on their part. Uh, it could be from a linguistic perspective, they could just not have a outright word for lie, but they can still understand what the concept is. Like most people, like for for the non-germans like schadenfreude is a something that like people understand even though it's not like a super common word and it's usually something that you learn like you learn like later and it's a loan word from german because like but like that's the thing like that's a that's a thing that people can connect to even though they might not necessarily have a word for it yeah actually so, I, I think the entire thing of language x doesn't have a word for y i always find that very suspicious because usually it doesn't mean that language X cannot express concept right. It just might have two or three words like necessary to express it. Yeah, but, or I mean, it might have an idiomatic expression. I mean, you, you could also say <laughs> that it's not a word; that, it's an expression. <laughs> you could also say that, like you know, English doesn't have a word for hold, hold the tenant and don't telling because it's a super long, ridiculous word in Dutch. <laughs> but that doesn't make sense yeah. because English has other rules <laughs> for making words. It's just like yeah. not how it works. So or it could be a granularity thing. Like we have kavuk and kavuksi. Yeah, and that might just be encompass everything related to treachery including but not limited to lying yeah and just because they don't have a word specifically for lying doesn't mean it's like oh everything is just kavu and obviously like, you can just say i mean i lay out that at slang people yeah mm. yeah Put okay my, Put my my theory now is that james Cameron at first decided that then we were just like too good-hearted to to even know a word for lie or do it themselves or whatever but then he realized it would mm-hmm. make for too poor of a storytelling <laughs> then scrapping that idea yeah. <laughs> along the way yeah. <laughs> and now he's going uh, like I, I, full circle back to okay <laughs> they're almost like humans go have fun <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, the whole Nafi Don't Lie thing, that f- it feels like a super Project 880 part of the script. I don't know if any... Has anyone else, uh, any of you two, actually, like, read the Project 880 yeah, script? Yeah, but it's, it's, it's not... I don't know. It's it's forever in the past. It's been so long uh, since I read it. Yeah, but, like, got it. It, 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 it. Basically, for, for those who haven't read it, it's the super gritty and kind of, like... St- 
kind of lame version <laughs> of, lame. of Avatar. There's a scene where they hoist a boulder into a tree and drop it on a bunch of soldiers, and it's just like... <laughs> It's like cartoony. It clearly, Avatar, like any creative endeavor, was an iterative work. Any iterative work has any any work has bad ideas in it, and as you iterate on things, you slowly work out the bad ideas. And again, we 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 all get in this fuss about a scene that was literally removed from the theatrical edition. And wasn't resurrected or completed for the special edition or the extended collector's edition. It shows up in the extended collector's edition under deleted scenes. Or like deleted unfinished scenes. Which again, debatable canonicity. Just because they just because they shot it doesn't mean that they actually planned or, or afterwards they're like, yeah, we should use this or keep this. But maybe I mean I think I think they cannot cannot canonize what what the word the canonness of of that scene is is like a bit maybe besides the point for me, um, mm-hmm. like maybe to to a term what I said earlier about like scientists uh, romanticizing or like misrepresenting um, indigenous cultures. I used to other day I read an interesting article uh, article about some linguists in the thirties uh, mm-hmm. who visited for like like twenty years or so. He visited some uh, native. American tribe uh, to study the language because the language was already dying. So he was like, I should make a dictionary and I get all the grammar rules correct uh, right. written down so that we preserve the language. Mm-hmm. But then it turned out he didn't really, I mean, he respected them, but he didn't really like think of them as equals and he thought he, they were like study objects. Um, mm. And that became very clear from the way he wrote down things about the language. Like he actually made like rules for the language. And apparently, according to this article, at some point he even corrected people from that tribe because he thought they violated grammar rules. Mm. I mean, scientists are not like always objective, like infallible people, right? I mean, and, and yeah. I, I really see that the same way in in the in the movie. Nobody's infallible. Like, I feel like that's sort of the whole point of mm-hmm. everything in Avatar mm-hmm. <laughs> and in most media is is that like there's no there's no perfect like everybody makes mistakes and you can't just broadly say humans bad not be good it's the same all the way around right i mean the navi always like fights out to there and they're all idiots and and stupid even though they are undoubtedly also good it's out as we have seen in the movie and in the comics Mm -hmm. yeah well yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm very curious about avatar 2 what they're going to do there if it's just going to be like you know two hours of betrayal then i will be not so then, then i will share Ayana's opinion here. I don't like that so much. Uh, yeah. but they're all they're all yeah. supposed to be self, described as self-contained stories where you could just watch Avatar two or just watch Avatar three, and you'd have a good experience. So hmm. it's not like it's not like all of Avatar two will be like we're gonna set up all these plot threads and then quickly resolve them at the end of three or five, <laughs> or, five. or whatever. <laughs> just to mention, they do that enough. Five doesn't get made. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Entire fandom being like, can we crowdfund this? <laughs> the crowdfunded version of Avatar with <laughs> janky CGI and mm-hmm. debatable animation. Anyway, we might have gone slightly off topic from Kai Oh, yeah. No. There, but, uh, As is tradition. Staranga. Strane. If it's a pink or. Uh, uh, <laughs> <Kesca>. <laughs> what 
look at Taringa. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, what you said earlier about because Taringa, I think you're right in the point that it sounds more, I don't know, what what what, what word did you use to describe it? Dismissive. <laughs> yeah, dismissive. <laughs> mm-hmm. It sounds a bit a tad more dismissive than yeah. just saying Ketare. Yeah. Because that sounds way more neutral in comparison. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's ke- a good point. Ketare is, ketare is like stating a fact. Kestarenga is like is like <laughs> this is my judgment on the matter. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, the example sentence in the blog post, right? irayo. Thanks for that pertinent, helpful. You know, thank you yeah. for that helpful comment. <laughs> I mm-hmm. just really helpful. Thank you so much. Almost <laughs> 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 like I mean that can be interpreted sarcastically. Too. Well, I mean that's what Thanks I meant. Thanks for the really pertinent yeah. comment, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I read that sentence immediately with a sarcastic voice. I don't know. That's maybe just me, but uh, yeah. So put every V. Because, I mean, if you would just want to thank someone for a helpful comment, you can just say thank you for the comment or like, thank you. I mean, you don't mm. need to emphasize it's helpful because obviously it is helpful if you're thanking them. So maybe my brain is overthinking this again. Why not? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> just a tad. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but what what I wondered about was like there's a lot of words that are connected to um, debate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like your main point or your key assumption. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's what I loved about this. <laughs> yeah. This is entirely the tone of voice that I communicate in. <laughs> yeah, that's why I wondered like why those words were uh, was was KP having some I don't mm-hmm. know heated debate via email with somebody or Zoom or something. I feel like, like could, what inspired him. And at this point, we could almost start writing down mathematical proofs in Navi because we have things like proof, we have key assumption, mm-hmm. we have main point, we have all of these words you need for it, right? Yeah, hmm. yeah. Uh, clearly. Uh, Clearly, Awe was cons- consulting with KP <laughs> about his project to have, like, m- explain mathematics in Notby. Oh, boy. Did yeah. actually happen? It's a good thing he's not on the cast right now. <laughs> <laughs> Time for science news. <laughs> or we get Awe. even more off track. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's, uh, let's ask Awe that next time on the podcast, what's happening mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sure we don't have any other material that we could fill an hour with. Sure, certainly not. Well, are we going to move into the not free practice now? <laughs> okay. Well, my uh, sure, my, my brain is already half dead, so you know. Uh, Don't sound too excited, yeah. That that's going to <laughs> yeah. go so well. Like I haven't spoken English in like months, I think, and I haven't spoken not free in like half a year or something. You've been on this cast. Oh, have I? <laughs> Was I? I'm not so sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure we have evidence. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Every day is exactly the same. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Yola. Mm. Mm. But I don't want to talk about that in this practice session. I want something. Yeah, no. yeah not, a, like something not nice. again. <laughs> <laughs> it's every single episode. Same topic. Mm-hmm. I mean, art imitates life. <laughs> You're calling this podcast art? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> I have very low standards for art. <laughs> After all, I'm an Avatar fan. <laughs> oh, no cultural oh, relevance. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, before this gets any worse. <laughs> Maybe we should just end it here. Cool. 
Maybe, maybe this is enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was, I was mostly just seeing how immediately receptive to that idea you would be. <laughs> I, I'm sure Ooh. that all listeners will now be shouting to their to their like YouTube window wherever they're watching. It's like, oh no, no, not we practice this episode. You know, we we could we could make up for it and just have our next episode be entirely a Navi, and then nobody will enjoy it. <laughs> but nobody, I will sure enjoy it. I already do my introduction in Nazi. We don't really have to change that much. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it was the easiest one to translate live because it already right. was like half in Nazi. え、ペリ、え、ペリウティラウクフィトラコ。スラケ、え、スラケダレ、え、フィテペンコ、ツァ、ツァレウル、フラカル。スラケ、え、フミ、フミ、え、アイウェル、え、ピヴェウン、え、
Fmole, Fmole, Spiviang, Eisjulanti. Nee, Ruth Alivain. Feherwe, Fmole, Spivang. Ah, Eisjulanti. Srane. Srane. Sle, Mifo, Rey. Mhm, für zehn Tage. Mit Rip. Sifako, ma. Siulang. Ma ja, jewe. Sifako. Kosman, ma. Zwolla. Seis du nicht so an, ma Siulang. Srane. Ein Arzt und Sakem Sivi. Srake. Srake kelu lu alu nature? Aungi. <laughs> Aum na viru kelu psaleu? Kelu neten kelu foru leu alu lai. Ah, stilsana tele sinu veru. Neten, neten. Stilisiu slolu oe. Kehe. Hmm. Fu frappo lu stivisiu fit sange. Snastiviu. Stivisiu. Snastiviu. Siltsanat o podcast ie. Srane. Srane. Fu siltsan. Ngopko ma willem. Snastiviu. Kaluberu keakr a ngopsan. Slaat zo'n lekker vaat hem het oude VIP-podcast die, hè? Kijk. Slaat, kaum, zet, vergeet ook toe te staan aan jouw schrijven in podcast die het zeker goed is. Naar zo'n zivou, zo'n podcast die hoe Sna stivisiu. Svane. Sivarko. Ket. Mift ele sifunu veru. To fketivo. Ai fotkasti lenavi ne ul. Svane. Kezene. Kezene fipilkastu. Fip. Fibblecast. 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 Livu. Puma au. Svane. Nelun. Kezene. Kezene. Where do you Where do you go? Where do you go? Where do you go? People say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, 
fit fit po- fit podcast sunuweru. Srake neo neo kivane Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kehe sunuweru satsenge sle dopura atsi ngatsun kivane auto. Neo nivet coffee tea. Maktofa car. America, you. Oh, Efu Schadenfreude. And in German, that. I'm the. Meep, meep, meep. Where are you? Um, for for people in the Fiat or the uh, Livam, Livam, um, Turn, the Luna, the Fiat, the Toitia, a Toitia, Lutur, Nit. <laughs> Taluna en lam ne hirra ne hirra Taluna nat kenong leu alu spetaling ha ha ipolivu fwa pivot et safia ne nawise ne toetsinete tute tute ne ransrel tute kelu kelus monporu filifia yerune fit podcastu ti ute tam 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 ketsmon weru salu kentucky fried chicken Kentucky Fried Chicken. Luhiek fwa litfirulenatvi litfirulenatvi to it's a cracker, sir. Fertile English. Taluna. Spillal futa zaulu. Lipia a auve. Slack as a put at Tunstifufa, sir. I lipia tia lahe. Kelukea lunat cam cassi. Whoa. In the eyes, Powell futa fiao solar. Well, eh. Ipu lu lengu sla ne 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 Jern i. Jernpak. Wel, du tenzi, tu no e. Svare, tun fko pivot e te ipu luke san srake neo wehu kivane Kentucky Fried Chicken. 
Sra- s- Kefjak. <laughs> Sran. Ha, ha, uh, weru, uh, te jaur. <laughs> ne frakar, weru te jaur. Au ale une au, alu le ualu pelaan. Peor. <laughs> All right, with that, we're, with that, we're going to wrap up this episode of Beyond Movie. <laughs> Thank you for tuning. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know something about Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> I think we should do the same uh, thing the other way around, right? I think we're going <laughs> to end the, the, this podcast, um, Niween, because... Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, they smell at you already. <laughs> <laughs> we are Hase. Yeah, this is Hase now. Hase. Hase. Ich hasse das, man. Anyway, next episode, we're probably going to be talking about issue four, which is already out. Go, go support your local comic book store, and if you can't, check it out some way or another. Um, uh, anyway, I'm signing off. Hi, Levi. Hi, Levi. We did it. We made a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we no loped that <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we made a podcast. Dude. <laughs> Very I, nice. Hot I, un- unironically, I wanted to work on a Nazi English pigeon language. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Um, boom, boom. Which. And like just coming up with like what would the constraints be or like what would be the natural like um uh god what is the word for it what would be the natural conceits of mixing not be in english and like the one i came up with would be that they would use english word order always oh no but Heresy. there would be there would be some not be like elements to it <laughs> So English word order on dropping all the uh, case endings and stuff yes. like that? Mm, yeah. Okay. Most case endings. Mm-hmm. I think there'd be some that, that you'd still need to use, but then it'd be like sort of like an Esperanto situation where like it'd be like kind of like a 50-50 split between not be and uh, English. Hmm. It would be interesting to also introduce articles like the, because originally mm. I believe they actually came from the uh, like the proto-European, like Indo-European words for these so you could say that yeah. sa and fe just become separate words meaning the... right 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 <laughs> i come the you <laughs> oh my, my german brain just like had an error be- just hearing about that <laughs> because we have so many articles in german oh boy no thank you <laughs> just imagine that you have to start like putting case endings on the sa just like in german yeah well, no. <laughs> all right i'm gonna stop recording now uh yeah, yeah.